0: Let's go ahead and finish okay, well, no, Hello. Road. Hi, hey, and welcome.
1: Hello. It's welcome. We're the... <laughs> we're going. Go ahead, just do it. Okay. I was like to say who does the intro now? I don't know. Oh, cuz this is a new format now. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the Boat podcast. It's the beginning of something new. It is the start of two things. It's start 2019. Because today is January 2nd, 2019. So, so happy new year. So happy new year. Glad that you could join us today. And it is also the start of season four. Can you believe that?
0: You know after this we get syndication, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: Syndication money.
0: Yeah. Now season four of the Media Boat Podcast. woo, 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 So what does that
1: mean? That means... That we've been doing the Media Boat Podcast, a podcast where we bring you news about movies, television, video games, and music, not necessarily in that order, for three whole years. And then we're going to start our fourth year, fourth calendar year right now. Oof. Uh, And that's intense to think about. Intense. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, This is, as I said, a show about media. Uh, How this is going to work this season is we're going to split hosting duties down the middle. Mike is going to take care of the movies and the television news.
0: And then Matt is going to take care of the music and the video game news.
1: It's true. All yes. of this await you and more on the Media Boat Podcast this season.
0: Also this season, we're not going to do four stories. No, we're making it a little bit more to.
1: digestible this year. We've cut it down to two stories each. This is to keep the episodes from being two hours long.
0: Yeah, so our goal <laughs> is to make them one hour long. But if we hit that hour mark, we may just cut it. No, no, I don't think so. I think we'll just go... They'll be shorter, They'll be shorter.
1: And we're going to probably spin off uh, special episodes like award coverage and E3 coverage and stuff like that. Or if we deem it necessary to talk a lot about a new release, maybe we'll spin that out into its own little 30-minute podcast. We're going to play around with having uh, more special kind of event episodes so that way our regular episodes don't get bogged down in lengthy conversations. Right. So, let's start. Go for it. Take the. I think of lead. you start this, right? No, you start this. You're Mr. Movies. Right, but I think we. Oh, start are we with gonna the do the switch. opposite? Okay. Yeah. All right. So. Okay. Though, so I'm I found the news,
0: this. but Matt's gonna read it. Okay. Well, let's start with movies because we always start with movies. And the weekend box office. And the weekend
1: box office numbers, starting with your number one movie, which is de- uh, debuts at number one. Technically, I say technically. technically because it was kind of a mid-week Christmas week release. Yeah. But this is a proper like, people had time to see it kind of thing. Uh, your number one movie this week was Aquaman, DC's Aquaman, with fifty-two million dollars. Uh, that is uh, a domestic total so far of one hundred eighty-nine. So that thing will definitely cross the two hundred mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously not in calendar year twenty eighteen, but it will in that twenty nineteen.
0: But it'll still count as a two hundred million plus yes. for twenty eighteen.
1: Not a bad start. Now. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. I expected. Nothing super surprising. It's a superhero film. Yeah. Jason Momoa didn't see it yet, but probably will. Okay. All right. Number two. Uh, uh, number
1: two, Mary Poppins returns comes right under there with 28 million dollars. Uh, that's just south 100 uh, million uh, domestic. Mm-hmm. So Disney's still trying up. to hope they get a return on that. Yeah. Bumblebee, Your number three movie with 20 million dollars. That's a 67 million total domestic right now. Uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse uh, comes with another $18 million. That crosses the 100 threshold. That's Yay. a $104 million. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. And the Mule still hanging out. Clint Eastwood still hanging out by uh, by his drugs, his pile of drugs. And number five, $12 million, uh, going up to $61 million. If you're wondering where Vice is... what Where are the new releases? Vice at Holmes. Uh, Vice is at number six with $7 million. Eh. Probably accurate for how that thing's budgeted. <laughs> yeah. And Holmes and Watson bombs in the box office no this week. $7 million, only $19 million domestic so far, and man, that thing is going badly in the Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes episodes. I've everything.
0: heard stories of people <laughs> walking
1: out on this film. Apparently it is very, very bad. How bad is it? Apparently it's so bad that I saw it hanging out around 19% Ooh. on Rotten Tomatoes, which is no good. No. So yeah, uh, that's your box office this week. Do uh, you have any comments about it? Do
0: you see any of these movies? I did not see any movies. I okay. still plan on seeing Aquaman at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably next Friday, doing a dinner date with the doctor. So
1: A doctor dinner date? A, doctor a dinner triple D? Date.
0: Yes. As Guy Fieri would call it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he would. <laughs> All
1: right, let's move on to upcoming releases. Uh, this week's slow week. Uh, we have two movies, though. Uh, hopefully, you know something about this. Okay. There's one called Eli.
0: Pass. What is Eli? Pass. I don't know. It's not about Eli Manning. No, it's not about Eli Manning. It's no not, passing. It's not about the book of Eli. Okay. What? What? You, who, who Pass. Is, what is this? I doubt this thing will actually get released because okay. I haven't seen anything about it. Oh. So I have not seen the trailer for is. it. I don't know what this is. Okay. Pass.
1: Okay, good. There's also something called Escape Room, which I have a guess about what this is.
0: What is your guess about what is this, this is? Is this a
1: horror movie where people
0: get trapped in an escape room? Yes. Okay. They go to an escape room to have fun, but the escape room <laughs> is is real. There's actual <laughs> horror elements in it. Actual like saw stuff, blood and gore. Ooh. I
1: was gonna say like they go to an escape room to have fun. I was gonna say that's their first mistake. <laughs> the escape rooms are fun. I don't know. They sound terrible to me. Those are your two new releases, and that's it. Escape the new rooms releases. are awesome. Uh, so don't not go see film, movies but... this week. Actually, you know what? Go see a movie this week. Go see Spider-Man and don't see anything else. Yes. That's, Matt, that's go advice. see Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I will. I, I, I'm trying. Every time I suggest it to people, they're like, eh, not today. Have you suggested it to me? No. But, <laughs> but I've already seen it. <laughs> You've already seen it. That's not the point. Let's move on All then. All
0: right. Let's move on.
1: Let's move on into movie news. Our first two
0: stories uh, of so the this, 2019 year. So this story happened today. Oh jeez, breaking news. I had to change our story lineup because I had something else here, but because this is big <laughs> breaking news, we had to change it. We have breaking news about Warner Brothers. It
1: looks like they have bought a library.
0: they they bought some films.
1: They bought a library owned by uh, somebody who's not doing so hot right now. Uh, had a pretty bad 2018. Uh, but yeah, it's the Rat Pack Dune Library,
0: which—that's the Brett Ratner. That's
1: the Brett company. Ratner bunch, yes. um, and the movies. I guess he had a producing hand in, or, or his company hand. had a his producing company had some sort of production.
0: Most likely, it's either financial or um, production based. Yeah, uh, because of that, they have steak in each film. Mm, delicious, well, delicious steak. Warner Brothers has purchased said steak. For a complete meal. To the tune breakfast. of
1: $290 million to $300 million. Yeah.
0: Uh, the library, by
1: the way, consists, yeah, like you said, 15 to 25% stake of 76 big ticket films that the studio co-financed with the help of Rat Pack Toon through its slate deal. The original deal was to co-finance 75 pictures over a four year span, and the traditional route is for investors in such ventures to cash out. The library consists of minority stakes and films uh, that include Gravity, Wonder Woman, Batman v Superman, The Lego Movie, Creed, Annabelle, Godzilla, American Sniper, Mad Max: Fury Road, It, and Dunkirk. So as you see, those are
0: there. some some big box office hits right there. I, yeah, I hear a lot of Nolan. I hear, I hear of a Chris lot of Lord Phil Miller. I see Russell. that a lot of these are <laughs> Warner Brothers films. So yes, yeah. it would make sense that they would want this. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Warner Brothers so actually this entire slate was on sale prior in uh, November yeah but Warner Brothers has first bid options okay which is why they came in with the 300 million dollar bid that's good to basically say we want to keep these films at Warner Brothers we want the extra money for them yep and they think it's going to pay off that's good hopefully it will yep All right. well that moves on to the next story yeah that's that's
1: really good good job yep Our next story is, uh, yeah,
0: not surprising.
1: Uh, Speaking of payoffs... They're making another Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Or are they? Well, looks like they might. Uh, But it's going to be a little different this time. The upcoming film has brought on the Deadpool writers, Brett Brees and Paul Wernick, uh, to write. Uh, It'll be the sixth film, by the way, in the Pirates franchise.
0: I believe we have covered this part already.
1: Uh, But guess what? What? It will be le- uh, losing a key element of those movies. Who? Uh, Johnny Depp, the no, key element of the those key movies. element? Yeah, it looks like uh, Johnny Depp uh, will uh, either have to take a pay cut or sit this one out because he's asking for $90
0: million to make this movie. Wait, so you're saying I could save $90 million by not casting Johnny Depp? I mean, that's basically the studio's uh, choice here. I believe the studio will indeed make that choice. Yeah,
1: I, I would not be surprised if they end up banking on the name of the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise over Johnny Depp's character. Yes. Uh, especially now, like I feel like Disney would have other reasons maybe to not cast Johnny Depp in their movies anymore. I would hope. Like Warner Brothers reasons? Well, I mean, besides that. But yes, (laughs) uh, I think that there's uh, a possibility that, yeah, they could easily make one of these and see how it fares without Johnny Depp.
0: What would that be like? A movie, a Pirates film without Johnny Depp?
1: I mean, to be fair, I haven't liked Pirates films since the first one, so I'm the wrong person to ask here. Okay. But if uh, uh, anybody's a fan, please tell us um, whether you would like to see a... Pirates movie without Johnny Depp in it. Uh, I think we're going to get
0: it no matter what happens. <laughs> I guess
1: so. Uh, but yeah, that was, that's it for movie news. Alright. Uh, uh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so you didn't see any movies?
0: Uh, no, That brings us to our thoughts. Do we have any thoughts?
1: Oh, yeah, I don't think so. I didn't see any movies this week. No. Uh, uh,
0: January is typically a slow movie season. Yeah. We'll see what happens after the Golden Globes this upcoming Sunday? Right, yes. And then that will basically determine what are the front runners for the Oscars. And then I'll start seeing those type of films. Yeah. But speaking of the uh, Golden Globes, that's a good segue
1: to TV. To television. And we always start
0: television with sports. So football's been happening. Yes. Well, football ended as of like three days ago. And as such, a bunch of coaches got fired on what is typically called Black Monday. Nine head coaches were lost their jobs. Yikes. That's well, rough. Yes. However, don't be surprised if some of these head coaches land in other opportunities and then become head coaches again. Okay. NFL is one of the, or sports is one of the weird places where you can reach the top level, get fired from it, and then still retain that job.
1: <laughs> weird.
0: Yeah. Um, and other news, we now know, it's been bowl season in the college football world. Yep. Um, we know who's going to be playing in the national championship game. And no surprise, surprise, it's Alabama-Clemson. Again, again, again. This is like <laughs> the third or fourth time they've <laughs> met for the national championship since they've done the playoff format. And yeah, sounds boring, but you know. If you can't win against Alabama or Clemson, <laughs> do you deserve to be there? Uh, not. Yeah. That's
1: also, a fair point. also,
0: this just gives me another great response to um, bring up Dabo Sweeney and the name Dabo <laughs> Sweeney as the coach. Dabo
1: Sweeney. <laughs> yes. <laughs> leave him in twenty eighteen. Just dabbing away. Uh. Yeah. So. Yeah. Did you? Uh, that's uh, the college uh, national championship, and then. Uh, the NFL wild card games. Wild card Saturday and Sunday this week. Yes. Who's 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 who's, who's uh, playing
0: for the for the wild card spots? The Colts versus the Texans. The Colts <laughs> got in the playoffs. That's good. The Colts got it. So we got uh, Colts, Texans, Eagles, Cowboys. Okay. Um, Seahawks. Someone. Okay. And then AFC teams.
1: So after this weekend, we'll have an idea. Oh, oh for... Ravens,
0: Chargers will play this week.
1: Okay. Uh, so after this weekend, we'll have an idea of what our
0: playoff picture is going to look at. Okay, look at. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, so it's Bears, Eagles, uh, Cowboys, some <laughs> NFC team. Oh, Cowboys, Seahawks. Yeah. Yeah. Cowboys, Seahawks, uh, Eagles, Bears for NFC. And then Colts, Texans versus Chargers. What us I say? Chargers. Um, Ravens. Chargers, Ravens for the AFC. And then whoever wins there will win their wild card spot and go on to play more NFL games. That's true. (laughs) They still have a shot at winning the Super Bowl. That's how that works. That's usually how that works. Yeah, I think so. Anything else in sports before we move on to television? Uh, In terms of sports happening? Yeah. No? Any other sports? I mean, the Winter Classic happened. The Boston Bruins. One. Oh, and I just Touchdown Jesus again. Yeah, yeah. That's always fun.
1: You always, uh, touchdown Jesus is always yes. fun.
0: Yes, Touchdown Jesus, um, <laughs> the Winter Classic, played New Year's Day um, to the tune of People uh, at, um, well, it's always outdoors. So this right, year it right. was at um, uh, we just it was talked the about Irish, Notre Dame Stadium, which is why right. they have Touchdown Jesus. Touchdown <laughs> Jesus Yeah, it's always fun yeah. to Touchdown Jesus
1: <laughs> But yeah uh, That was uh, it For sports then Yeah, that's it Alright, let's move on to television news uh, The first one's a bummer or Yeah uh, I guess, I don't know Who's a big fan of this network, I'm not really sure um, I don't know All I know about the network Fuse Which is what we're talking about in this story is that I believe they were the network that aired Pants Off Dance Off. Prop, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you know. Fuse? Do you remember Pants Off Dance Off? No. Okay. It was this show where the premise was they would play like music, and then like the idea was you were supposed to strip to your underwear Oh. while the music was playing. And nope. I don't know if it. I don't no, remember thank you. if it was a contest between two people or whether it was just one person doing it and it was like timed or something. No, thank you. Pass. Pass. Yeah, maybe there's a voting process? Uh, uh,
0: pass on that. No, thank you. <laughs>
1: That's all I remember about Fuse. Anyways, well, Fuse is uh, all but dead. Looks like Comcast and Verizon Fios, two services, are dropping Fuse from its available content. This channel had met, this is a quote, met Comcast's financial demands and no other requirements were ever communicated, uh, which makes the sudden drop more mysterious. Fuse disclosed it would lose carriage as of January 1st to its 30 million households. This could signal the beginnings of cable companies shutting down, underperforming these channels. Makes sense. I mean, yeah, like I said,
0: I don't know anybody who cares about Fuse.
1: I don't even know what they do anymore.
0: Um, I don't know. I just wrote that while researching this, Jennifer yeah. Lopez has a, a stake, stake in, in Fuse.
1: Yeah, I, I saw... Uh, That's the, about all I've a yeah, The variety it. headline uh, yeah. just says
0: Jennifer Lopez's Fuse Network, and I was like, wait... It's hers. It's hmm. like, okay, I guess that's as as much as they'll disclose about it.
1: That's the problem with these like deep cable channels is that like if they don't have a clear gimmick, you're like, what the hell is this? Like yeah. who, who watches this? Who's this for? Right. Like the branding of Fuse Fuse the name. does not tell you what is on Fuse. It it tells
0: me it's like it's supposed to be for the urban. It's like a What does a that K- mean T- though anymore? I don't know I don't what know? that means. Whatever BET and MTV don't cover? So VH1 (laughs) ripoff?
1: Yeah, but not even, because VH1 became reality shows at some point. Right. So yeah, who the hell knows what Fuse was and is or was, I guess. Uh, Because, yeah, it'll be going away soon. Alright, pass. Next. Next up, uh, our, of course, weekly Netflix uh, uh, story, but our first for the year, I guess. That makes it
0: interesting. Yes, Uh, but this is less about Netflix and more just about... Mm, Streaming platforms.
1: Yeah, the EU is
0: giving both
1: Netflix and Amazon uh, two years to make 30% of their catalogs European. About what now? European. Oh, European. Yeah, Uh, they want the the streaming networks to bulk up their European content, which makes sense if you're in the EU and you want your people to see European-made content. Uh, so, yeah, the new regulation, which takes effect on September 19th, 2020.
0: So, well, over a year. in the So, they have, they have over a year to basically <laughs> yeah. fix all this. It will
1: require video streaming companies that operate in the EU to ensure that at least 30% of its
0: catalog is made up of European works. Now, what does that 30% mean?
1: Yeah, well, clarification of the 30% means hours of content, numbers of videos, or production jobs. Uh, but that will be made clear by the end of 2019.
0: So, so it's 100% sure. 30% of something. They just haven't yeah. defined what that is. Netflix opened, by the way, a new production office in Spain uh, over the past year, oh. and Amazon added
1: both a British and German original TV series over the last uh, least uh, over the last year. So, so they're making moves.
0: So it sounds like they knew this was something that was going to happen or potentially or mean, p- to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah,
1: uh, look forward to more. I, I you know, what? this was weird, weird for me to read because there seems to be like a lot of British content on Netflix, right? Like we get the British baking show, and we
0: get like weird ass like yeah. If uh, well, there's a lot of like home shows. Out, out of the U.S. content, yeah. But I think they want specifically EU related, well, and I yeah. guess now British doesn't count as EU. Oh, that's right. Yeah.
1: I forgot about that. So, yeah, I guess so if Brexit British goes content will count
0: British, Yeah, if, if Brexit goes through, yeah. the British will not, content will not count as weird. EU content. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's going to be a weird adjustment
1: period. Yeah. Like, stopping, like, think about, like, oh, yeah, the EU is a different You're thing You're the EU and Britain. And also Britain. <laughs> and also the UK. Yes. Weird. Uh, but, yeah, that's it for television news.
0: Uh, did you watch any television this week? Uh, I know the answer to this. This is yes, because this comes into thoughts. So, in addition to watching sports, I somehow got the doctor to watch Black Mirror, Bandersnatch. Alright, so this was a
1: big story last week, uh, because you mentioned anything about uh, Black Mirror, people get excited, but not only was this a new episode of Black Mirror, this was Netflix saying, hey, we made this one a interactive experience a choose your own adventure if you will experience uh,
0: so what's a banner snatch and is it female genitalia no banner <laughs> snatch is a book or a video game rather okay uh, adaptation it's set in the 1985, or 84. In the 1985. In the 1985. They're like the band that yeah, plays yes. after the 1975, right? Yeah, yeah, you okay. know, after 10 years, they just become the 1985. <laughs> if they're going to Jefferson Starship this. Yes. They're going to change when, they, when the times change. So, uh, 1984. <laughs> you're a young, up-and-coming video game developer. I am? Yes, you are. Cool. Or at least that's what you're watching. and yeah. You get to choose the choices he makes.
1: Okay.
0: Or do you... <laughs> the reason I say this very ominously, yeah, is because that's part of like the gimmick of it is oh. the illusion of choice. Do you actually have a choice? Okay. How much choice is there? And if you make a choice, because there's several times when you make a choice, and then the character basically refuses to do that as part of the narrative of choice within within Black Mirror episode. Okay. So it's Bioshock? <laughs> no. No, because there's not underwater. I know. I'm kidding. I know what you mean. Anyways. But it goes through a lot of that. Also there's multiple... that says there's multiple endings, but it's really not. There's really only like two or three concrete endings. The other ones are like, oh, you you really want to play off the beaten path? Fine. We'll play and then we'll just end it for you. <laughs> Or, well, we'll, we'll mm. okay, we'll, we see what you're doing here, but this isn't what you really, what we're trying to say here. Do you
1: think that that's all narrative, or do you think that there's also a quotient to the, like a part of this where they know that a lot of people watching this are not familiar with interactive content like this, and so maybe they're trying to simplify
0: it? Yes, and I think they also <laughs> know that a lot of people do know what this is uh-huh. and are playing to them, like they yeah. want to find all the endings, which is. Also plays into it because you have to complete certain endings in order to unlock other endings as well. Okay. One thing I will note is that when you complete an ending, it will basically say, Okay, you've done this. Like, here's the ending. Now rewind to this part. Like, this specific action where you take the other choice. It's not. In some parts, it will open up to, like, one or two choices. But for the most part, it's go back to this single choice. Okay. And make the uh, make a different choice.
1: Yeah. So it, it seems like a really simplified version of that kind of thing.
0: It, it is, mm-hmm. and it's fun, but it's also not as in depth as you may think it is.
1: Is this note. Now we've played some of the previous Netflix interactive content before. Uh, which was all before this, made for children. Yes. So how is this compared to, as an experience to those things? Is it similar, or like, did have they improved on the technology? Is it about the same?
0: Uh it's different because whereas with the kids, it's it's a single narrative, and you're just making choice to A and B. Like here, here's your choice, yeah. A and B. But then it all comes back to single narrative, make it like the illusion of choice. Okay. Which is what. Bandersnatch alludes Again, yeah, to narratively, narratively it alludes to that, but it actually does give you significant choices that affects the story. So beyond the interactivity, then does this work? Is this an entertaining
1: episode of Black Mirror on the level of your favorite Black Mirror
0: episodes? I'm not sure how well this works okay. because with Black Mirror episodes, you typically there's typically a single ending. Yeah. And so there's typically a single narrative that they're trying to tell. So it's hard to compare. So it's hard to compare because there's multiple endings. But also within the multiple endings, it's basically played to your choices of how they unfold. Which is kind of a loose, basically, what they're getting at. Okay. And it's not super, like, concrete in any sense of the word. Whereas most... Black Mirror episodes are here's the story we're trying to tell you, here's why technology is bad, blah blah blah. So it works in the narrative that's trying to tell you, in terms of like, oh, you like choice, you have no choice. There's a loser of choice, maybe you have a choice, maybe you don't. Maybe the only choice is to not have a choice and let other people decide for you. But that only works within this. I don't see this actually like branching out into other stuff. Okay. It's really weird. You don't weird. think
1: they're gonna do this again, is what you're saying? Yeah. So, uh, so we have some uh, comment from the audience here. It okay. looks like. Uh, uh, was this something you wanted to continue? Did you like? Did you lose interest at some point? Because, or one of our viewers says that they gave up after. After a, uh, a certain event happened, like, I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, well, let me see. It's a spoiler. Uh, uh, I don't even watch it. It's not a spoiler for me. So, yeah. Uh, like, was there any okay, moment yeah. where you were just like, I want to bail on this?
0: Um, no, because as a gamer, I want to see all the endings. Yes, but... Put yourself in the shoes of someone who's just
1: in here because they like Black Mirror or television shows like this.
0: All right, so I'll say yes. Uh, The doctor did walk out after I made some choices. Uh, Okay. She was just like, all right, I don't don't like like where this is going. She's like, I don't like where this is going. You gotta go ahead and finish it. Tell me when you're done. (laughs) I like that. Yeah, because that's the
1: danger you have right here. It's like, you which doesn't happen when you're watching a, te- like a scripted television show mm-hmm. where you can bring the narrative to somewhere you don't want to see.
0: Right, but that's also what this is. It's it's bringing that narrative yeah. to it because you have to do some stuff in order to get the true ending. Yeah. And you get the true ending when basically it runs through the credits and doesn't give you the option to continue. Yeah, this is weird. Um, but like I said, to get there, you have to go through a couple, several ending hoops it sounds interesting as an experiment
1: but it seems like what you're saying is that actually in practice this doesn't seem like something that a lot of people will want to do again
0: yes or
1: like like in a different plot i don't mean like playing this again because i'm sure a lot of people will want to play this again to see what happens but what i'm saying is i don't see this going like netflix being like all right let's do
0: an entire series where it's just this No. No way. No, it'd be too many hours. (laughs) Uh, But I do like the fact that when you do basically jump back in time and redo certain events, it will literally fast forward like 10 second cuts or 5 second cuts of things, (laughs) of like plot point events. Like this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. Let's catch you up. Let's catch you up real quick. That's smart
1: because if you had to wait through the whole thing. No. Yeah. Bit
0: worse.
1: All right, well, that sounds. Kind of disappointing. Actually.
0: It's a it's an interesting experiment. Yeah, I like where they what they had to do to go through it, but but in practicality, <laughs> it's not that practical. The result is is yeah, this was a th- neat thing to try, but eh.
1: Well,
0: because the same thing with other actual video game story based narrative choices where there is an actual ending that you need to get to. Yeah, everything else is just how you die.
1: Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. And the difference here is that, unlike a video game, there's no, like, moment-to-moment fun to be had to pad out the narrative. Right. It's all narrative. Yes. Which means, is this truly... Which, yeah, let's address one thing. We're not going to have the, is this a movie or is this a video game conversation that a lot of people on the internet had to Oh, week, no. Because... Oh my God! This is a
0: movie. Yeah. <laughs> like this is not a game. I don't know why, why they keep saying that this is a game. Just because you give choices does not make it a game.
1: Yeah, no. It's there's a different. It's a whole different thing.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, we well, talked that to death. Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Moving on. This is why we we have a shorter format now because we can spend some time and still be able to move on. All right. Well, let's
0: go to cancellations then. <laughs>
1: let's go to cancellations and renewals. Uh, this uh, this week there wasn't any uh, cancellations or renewals.
0: I guess because there was no the one in the office to make that call. Yeah, all.
1: it was uh, holidays. Nothing really, really happened around the world of television. Um, it's kind of just a holding period until stuff premieres. Yeah. Which we do have some premieres in January, which we'll get to. But for now, we did unfortunately have two deaths. Okay, uh, who died? First one, uh, actually, these were both today. Uh, yeah. Bob Einstein, uh, age 76. Uh, he was an actor on Curb Your Enthusiasm. I assume he had other comedy work as well, Yes, uh, but that was his most, most well-known role.
0: Recurring role.
1: Yeah, uh, a lot of people uh, that I follow on Twitter were taking this pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently a memorable part of that show, uh, memorable guy, so he won't
0: be missed. Uh, they certainly. are filming uh, season 10? Yeah,
1: that thing keeps going. Um, I don't know if that stuff's already in the can. I don't know if this character will be in that.
0: I don't know, but as long as Larry David's alive, I guess he'll keep making, <laughs> he'll keep making
1: it. have <laughs> yeah, taken a break. At least he chooses to take a break again. Yep. Uh, also today, Gene Okerlund, uh, a WWE Hall of Fame wrestler and I believe commentator yes. later in his life.
0: Yes. Um, mean Gene. Yeah. Was uh, the wrestler name?
1: Seventy-six. Uh, same age yeah. as uh, as uh, Mr. Einstein. Einstein, uh, whatever, whatever he prefers. Uh, that pronounced uh, But yeah uh, Another big loss uh, Again A lot of people On my Twitter Were talking about this The mm-hmm. wrestling fans yep. uh, Were very very sad About this loss So yeah Two rough ones yep. uh, But right. that brings us Into the swap Sir Oh the swap The swap Alright So I've written down uh, The billboards for you So you don't have to look it up What? Yeah I'm going to start doing that Oh okay That makes everything A lot easier Also then. so that we can Actually read the entirety Of these album album names <laughs> Because I hate Billboard's website Alright, well So
0: take us to the music. Well, that brings us to Billboard, the Hot 100, Hot 100 singles chart. Single charts. uh, Topping the number one song, beginning 2019. Thank you. Next, Ariana Grande. Thank you. Coming next, it's seventh week at number one. Ew. Uh, Number two. Good. Don't you, Ariana Grande? Ew. How Uh, dare you? Number two, without (laughs) Without Me by Halsey. Still. Number three in i guess this is the christmas spirit all i want for christmas is you by mariah carey so this yeah this is kind of a follow-up to one of the stories we
1: covered last week which was this thing set a new spotify record for streams in one day and
0: i guess in just the one day in the enough to make That'll it number it. three for the week which kind of
1: puts into stark like contrast when you think of how many people are listening to music like yeah. everything
0: else with how much people are listening to that song that's insane. It's like, the one song people put on. It's the Christmas song now. Yep. Uh, number four is Sicko Mode by Travis Scott. Still. And number five, Sunflower by Post Malone and Sway Lee. I heard
1: this today and I realized, I like. I, I said to myself, I don't think I'd ever heard Pos- a Post Malone song before this. Yeah. I didn't know what Post Malone sounded like. I thought he would be a lot have a lot lower voice than that. Well, we know what he looks like,
0: right? <laughs> yeah, I know what he looks like. Oh, we know what he looks like. That voice like. does not sound like what that man looks like. No. I was very thrown off. Uh, Sunflower, <laughs> by the way, is the song from uh, Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Man. Right, yes,
1: that is off the Spider-Verse soundtrack.
0: Yep. All right, moving into the Billboard 200. That's your album's chart. We have I Am by I Was, I Think. Yeah, no, it's uh, <laughs> I... It's the
1: I am is greater than I was Oh, okay so It's a greater than symbol It's the left-facing oh, parent Oh, okay, it's by 21 Savage Yeah, that's the new 21
0: Savage record Okay, I am is greater than I was uh-huh. By 21 Savage Yes, which I
1: uh, So, I should say this now uh, So, I listened to this today Oh, we have thoughts at the end No, I just want to briefly tell you Okay uh, Because Here's a new uh, thing that I'm going to try to do this year An album a week. Yes, like your movie a week strategy. Yes, I am going to try to, and it's not necessarily going to be a new album every week. I'm going to try to listen to the number one album every week. Okay, whether it be a new album or the same album that I've already listened like to. Basically, I'm going to try to listen to every number one this week. Okay, or this year. Starting with this one. So I, yes, I
0: listened to the 21 Savage record. <laughs> I'm just trying to picture you grinding through a 21 Savage record. It's
1: not as bad as I thought, but I'll get back to it later. I'll get to it later. All right. But yes, what else is on your top?
0: Uh, number two, we have Hoodie Season. Hoodie Season, I believe that's supposed to be Season by A Boogie With The Hoodie. Which I have no idea what. A boogie with the hoodie is pass number three. Christmas by Bubble by that's, Michael that's Bubble. Michael
1: played like Christmas records. Uh,
0: number four, A Star is Born soundtrack. by uh, various artists. Yes, yeah, my favorite band. And number five, The Greatest Showman. I guess yes. this is this is not before the, you assume this is not
1: the remix record. This is the original. This is the original soundtrack back on the top five during your
0: Christmas season. Really? Yes. A year later, isn't that crazy? I guess people listen to that reimagined, hated it, and went back, back to the original. original. Like, oh yeah, I remember how good this was, or, right? How good this was? No, it how sucks. How good this
1: was? It sucks. But okay, I'm here to say there's nothing good about *The Greatest Showman*. The soundtrack is the only thing that's. Good I want to redo Showman. our deliberations for 2017 <laughs> because you were wrong every step of the way. No. <laughs>
0: Anyways, I'm done shitting on *Greatest Showman*. That's it for the billboards. All right. Uh, upcoming. We have Jacob Banks with Village. Yep. Randy Hauser, with Magnolia. He's a country dude, I assume. Yes. The way that your voice went up. I was like, oh, I recognize <laughs> that <laughs> That's man. a name I get. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Rob Baird with After All. Soil Work with Verkleiten. <laughs> and You Tell Me by You Tell Me. You t- Yeah. They you tell self-titled the release. Self-titled You Tell Me. You Tell Me. Hey, you tell me.
1: I, I can't tell you.
0: Well, I'll tell you what's next. The news. The news. And we start the with the president's picks. Not, not uh, the current president. So no. yeah,
1: you know it's a slow week in uh, music uh, this week because one of the stories is just, I don't know, a former president told us what music he listened to this year.
0: So while he was in office, President Obama did put out Spotify playlists. Of music he listened to. It was like the last two years he was in office? When Spotify became big, basically. Uh, so, he's put a new album chart, I guess? New
1: songs out? Yeah, so he does this not only with music, he also puts his favorite movies, books, mm-hmm. and... Uh, I think that's I, it. I saw his movie uh, list, year. and
0: he had Black Panther and Black Landsman on it. Yes, he, did. Yes, he uh, did. But
1: his music list was interesting to me. Yeah.
0: Uh, Obama's musical choices were... Uh eclectic?
1: Yes, very eclectic.
0: Okay, sure. You use, use fancy words. <laughs> <laughs> Including uh folk rock, uh Brandy Carlyle's yep. Every Time I Hear That Song. Grammy nominated Brandy Carlyle. Okay. Uh from Rocks, Kurt Viles, One Trick Ponies. Yeah. And raps Jay Cole's Kevin's Heart. Kevin's Heart, which is apparently a J. Cole song, yes. Okay. Not about Kevin not Hart. Not about Kevin Hart. Not about Kevin Hart, but H-E-A-R-T. Yeah. Uh, the Kadas,
1: Which are the Jay-Z, Jay-Z. And Beyonce record. That yes. That's Uh last
0: year. They're, they're actually friends of the Obama family, by the way. It's true. They uh, hung out. They were also represented in this list. Yeah, Ape Shit. Yes. Uh, the president added Ape Shit, the <laughs> infectious trap anthem uh, from the duo's most recent, Everything's Love. Everything is love.
1: So there's a lot more uh, on this. It's a very heavily uh, hip-hop uh, list beyond the, the kind of more eclectic choices mm-hmm. there, so yeah, uh, check that out if you want a playlist. Uh, you can make I'm sure there's a Spotify playlist somebody's made of all this music. Uh, yes, and you can rock out just like Obama. I'm
0: sure Obama has a profile you can just follow. I don't know,
1: maybe of all the of all the possible presidents to have a, a Spotify, he would be the
0: one and only <laughs> one to have one. So, all right, well, moving <laughs> on then. Our second story. Our second story is about Woodstock. Yes. Not,
1: well, Not yeah.
0: that. Yes, it's that Woodstock, but it's having a 50th anniversary. It is. It'll be
1: the 50th anniversary of Woodstock this year, 1969. Nice.
0: Nice. Nice. Well, as anticipated, there will be a three day event commemorating the 50th anniversary of the legendary Woodstock Music and Arts Festival. Yeah, I thought this was pretty cool. Yeah, taking place August 15th through the 17th at the Bethel Woods Center for the Arts, uh, which is the site of the original event. Yeah. The venue will produce the, the venue yeah the venue will produce the event long with live nation concerts, Ew.
1: yeah but you had to partner with somebody that yes
0: was, and yeah. uh, the brand communications agency invent, uh, I N V N T invent <laughs> they invent yes uh, described as a pan generational cultural event that will feature live music, TED style talks mm-hmm. TED talks. And special exhibits. Yeah. But not exhibit. No,
1: exhibit won't be there.
0: What if you have exhibit there with an
1: exhibit? An exhibit exhibit? An exhibit's exhibit. Yeah, exhibit, that would be perfect because exhibit loves when things are inside other things. Yeah. So you can think while you think. And he's pan-generational. Yeah, so you can look at exhibit while while in an exhibit.
0: Yes. So, (laughs) while we're talking about exhibit, Uh he's not actually there. Because uh, no one has been announced yet. Right, yeah. Uh, uh, ticket information will be announced in the coming weeks, as well as a lineup. Yeah, this is tricky because I feel like you can't get a lot of
1: modern acts in this, because they're probably going to want to elicit the same kind of vibe of the 1969 Woodstock. Right. Also, uh, This is not a tribute to all of the Woodstocks, because... If you may remember, there was a brief revival of Woodstock in the 90s. Yes. Woodstock 94 and the notoriously terrible Woodstock 99. I remember not terrible 99. because of who per- performed, but terrible because of the crazy and terrible things that happened in the crowd during that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, look it up. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to talk about it here on the podcast. Yes. But yeah, the, the Woodstock name at some point had to be retired because of the, the uh, things that were going around. Right, the I'm brand. aware
0: that Woodstock
1: yeah. w- had sort of revivals. But yeah, so this is specifically the first Woodstock. Woodstock, Woodstock. Right. Uh, so yeah, uh, who knows who... I'm guessing probably a lot of retro-themed acts, maybe some cover bands. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if something like... Well, I mean, this is... Um, yeah, I don't know. Actually, I don't know who, who they would pick for this.
0: Paul McCartney. Just get... Just, just, just Paul put Paul McCartney out there, and people will <laughs> add on to that list.
1: Yeah, but, it's it's a, tricky, it's a tricky question, because exactly what kind of level of artists are they looking for here? Right. I don't know if they can afford Paul. You
0: know, he's pretty expensive. Yeah, but if Coachella could afford him...
1: Yeah, but Coachella's
0: different. Yeah, Coachella could afford him five years ago before yeah. it became Coachella. Speaking of Coachella,
1: uh, this uh, just happened today, so I don't have it on the news, but just a brief, uh, brief extra news bit for you. It looks like that due to a stage uh, management disagreement, um, the rumored... Headliner, uh, uh, a rumored headliner, I guess I should say, of yes. Coachella this year, Kanye West. Looks like that will no longer be happening. Huh.
0: Well, just partly on that. Coachella yeah. usually is announced, the lineups. Soon. Quiet. They've been mum on it.
1: Yeah, so January will happen sometime this month, yep. but we'll probably hear pretty soon. But it looks like Kanye's probably out.
0: Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, well a, see, That's they're... the rumor I heard today. Uh, He was there at some point, right? He he
1: has headlined Coachella before.
0: Yeah. Which I with the floating boxes. Yep. All right. All right. Well, Uh, that brings us to thoughts. Did you listen to anything besides Christmas music?
1: I did. I listened to that 21 Savage record. Oh, okay. So yeah, I didn't know anything about 21 Savage going into this. I had seen his name written a bunch, uh, and I had heard him referenced before. Um, I don't know. It's it's very... uh, boilerplate kind of modern rap uh from what i understand this is in the same kind of he's in kind of the same league as like your travis scott's of the world okay is that kind of mid-range i'm glad you're making this distinction
0: because i'm confusing 21 savage with 21 pilots no very different yes
1: (laughs) uh so yeah uh, 21 savage uh I guess he has a lot of guest spots on this record, uh, including I guess two or three songs where he's barely, barely in it. <laughs> so this is kind of the the, the mode he's in. Uh, but you know, it was all right. There were some interesting beats on this thing. There were some interesting moments. Um, the guest spots are interesting. Your favorite uh, uh, little baby and Gunna are on this thing. <laughs> they did not drip hard uh, enough trip. for me to know. Drip drip hard uh but uh yeah uh i think future shows up you know it's that kind of record so it's like it's fine i don't know anybody who's ray into 21 savage though that's the thing is that he seems to be in the middle of the zeitgeist where it's like oh you get him for features but he's not like a huge status rapper at this point yet but this is his this is his uh uh, i guess vibe for that kind of stardom
0: well, I mean, he's the number. It's the number one album. So yes, yeah, number one album this week. People listen to it
1: because it's a notoriously slow time for music yeah. or anything at the beginning of the year. So mm-hmm. we'll see uh, whether or not what he does with uh, like whether he gets any more famous than this. But yeah, it's all right. So if you if you need a, a new rap album to, to whet your your rap appetite, uh, check this one out. I guess
0: what my rap be on your your rap on.
1: But yes, so yeah, album one done of of. Uh, top albums of 2018 okay. so i will keep on keeping
0: on from here on out we'll keep on doing that we'll keep on moving on here as yes. we move into uh video, games. Already, video I mean, games and we have new releases of VG games <laughs> audience member says that apparently
1: i sounded adorably white when i said good beats <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's true all right well i try upcoming video games we have mario and luigi Bowser's Inside Story, and Bowser Jr.'s Journey.
1: Yes, this is a 3DS re-release of the DS, Bowser's Inside
0: Story. Now, we don't usually cover 3DS releases. I do now. But we do now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all-inclusive here. Uh, we also have the new Super Mario Bros.
1: U Deluxe. This is another re-release. This is a Switch, Switch version of Super Mario uh, Brothers U, which was originally a Wii U game. And we have... Tales of
0: Vesperia, the definitive edition. Guess what? Hat trick, this is also a re-release. It's a definitive edition for the PlayStation, the Xbox, and the Switch. And, and the, the PC. PC. I, I,
1: if, if it's a multi-platform release, then also as a PC release, I'm going to mention it. Alright, and the PC. Uh, but yeah, uh, three re-releases because it's January. <laughs> That's where we're at right now. No new video games right now. Uh, January does have some bangers coming, uh, but we'll have to wait.
0: Yep. Uh, Especially at the end of the month. That'll be my banger. Yes, banger of all bangers. (laughs) Coming up soon. Yes. Alright, let's move into news. Alright, let's move into news then. And our first news story comes from the Sea of Thieves.
1: Yeah, this wasn't a whole lot, but it's something.
0: Hey, it's something because Rare is working on a new quest system. Along with more story and lore for its pirate-themed online game. Sea of Thieves. Uh, the creative director, uh, Joe Neaton, told Game Reactor in a recent interview. So yeah, there's not much news here. We don't know when or what specifically is
1: being added. But this is good news for people who played Sea of Thieves because the one biggest complaint that I heard about this game last year was there's just not
0: enough stuff to do. Well, uh, from what I heard, of those that was a lot of searching around the ocean for something to do, which yeah. is, you know, it's a ship game. What do you expect?
1: It, sounds, it sounded a lot like uh, the complaints about No Man's Sky when it was first released, where people right. were like, this is good in concept, and some of the things are fun to do, but I wish there was more direction. I wish there was more, like, a an impetus, maybe a progress system, where I could actually have a reason to do these things instead mm-hmm. of just mindlessly walking around with my friends. And so this is a solution to that, at least what the promise of this is, is basically saying like, no, we'll put a quest system in this, which makes it sound like oh, we will actually have a narrative structure and a reason to do these things instead of just random stuff.
0: Well, I th- that would make a lot more sense because I think that's yeah. what people wanted in the first place: is give me a lot of recurring yeah. missions, level me up, give me new loops, find give me that booty. Stuff.
1: So yeah, uh, no word, word like I said, no word on when this is going to be released or what specifically is being added.
0: Alright. Well, this sounds like a slow news week. And you know it's a slow news week with our stick. It's so I love this story. It is the stupidest thing. This has actually been happening for a few weeks now,
1: but we haven't covered it. And so here's just a huge dump about this entire story and why it's hilarious.
0: So, Soldier Boy, Boy! He, he tells he, them. You tell him, Soldier Boy. He made a Video game console? Well, he made past tense of video game console, because yeah. it is no longer a thing. Uh, the Soldier Game, I guess is what it's called? What he called it, I he guess. He called it.
1: His people called it, All I right. guess.
0: So the Soldier Game <laughs> has met its quick and inevitable end, uh, as he's pulled his new line of emulator consoles from his own website less than a month. After he began selling them, <laughs> the Soulja Game console and the Soulja Gang handheld, there's two? Yeah. Why is
1: there two? He's trying to sell a home version and a handheld version of this thing.
0: Uh, both were available for a base price of $200. <laughs> uh, the console reportedly came with over 800 pre-installed games from the PlayStation, uh, NES, Game Boy Advance, and more. <laughs> And more. If this sounds like this is illegal, it is. It is. This is, <laughs> you can't copyright this. We had a story about this exact <laughs> no. same thing. This was this was almost one of our top stories it from almost last year. Is. Um, yeah, the handheld allegedly had over three thousand <laughs> pre-installed games and claimed it could also run Switch, 3DS, and Vita titles. Uh, both were manufactured by Chinese company An- and and yeah, and Baronick and could uh, be found much cheaper <laughs> on other storefronts yeah, like Amazon yeah. and Alibaba, or AliExpress. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's unlikely publishers gave permission to sell their <laughs> titles on the emulators. Extremely <laughs> unlikely. Yeah, uh, I think. Uh, Soldier Boy claimed that all the games were licensed in a Friday tweet, but one day later, the emulators were gone. So, yeah, this I
1: guess popped up. A few weeks ago, some people in the video game biz uh, got wind that there was a Soldier Boy console yeah. being advertised on his website. And yeah, it turns out some people did some digging. And yeah, it's like this Chinese company just makes a bunch of these cheap emulator machines. That sounds like what a Chinese company would steps. do. Yeah, it tries to sell them to people who don't know better. And I guess somebody came to Soldier Boy at some point and was like, hey... We got this business venture. Do you want to put your name on it? And he probably didn't do enough research on it and said,
0: Yeah, sure. Probably just told him, like, We have this game console where you can play yeah. all every type of game. And he was like, That sounds console. dope.
1: I'm going to put my name on
0: this. Would you like to be an investor? Yeah. Hells yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that that's what Soldier Boy said? That's what Soldier Boy said. Okay. He's like, Hells to the yeah. Put some money in that and investment said, shit. And they said, you buy this soldier game, and you buy the soldier handheld.
1: <laughs> but yeah, anyways, I just thought this was dumb. I mean, clearly he should have done some more research before he put his name on this thing. Um, he was very clear on on uh, social media that he he felt like he got duped, uh, and somebody's <laughs> like, some, he figured out somebody screwed him over here, and yeah, right, like.
0: So so when does the Sol- them. when does the soldier boy lawsuit uh, happen? I
1: think that this probably dodges the lawsuit <laughs> by him just being like, let's just take these things down. And not sell them anymore. I think maybe he'll rethink how he does some of these business ventures in the future.
0: Uh, that's why they call it due diligence.
1: But yeah, if anybody out there got one of these things,
0: please let us know. Uh, because I'm very fascinated by it. <laughs> Clearly we are fascinated by what Soldier Boy does. Alright, that's it. But, okay, that brings us to our thoughts.
1: I didn't play any video games. Did you play any video games? I well, I mean, I played a crap load more Bash Smash Brothers, but I already talked about that.
0: Uh, I started watching my roommate play Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah, uh, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful game to look it's at. Great. It's a pretty game to watch. Um, I like that it opens up with a train sequence.
1: Yeah, trains immediately
0: are good. you want to start with the bang and heist on a train is a good way to start. Yeah, uh, but as I've noticed in playing, one of the, because it is an open world game, the towns and the missions are very far apart. Yeah, you have to go from place to place. And what I understand about it, the pacing, it is plodding. It that's what he said while he was playing it. That yeah. It is very plodding, and you gotta like riding a horse <laughs> if you want to make it enjoyable. Are you saying this game is for horse girls? Yeah. Okay. What I'm saying is that you heard you, it. You know how much you heard like, it here. Boat Podcast says Red Dead Redemption Two for horse girls. So you know how when we we're, were talking about Spider Man, how it's fun to swing. Between each mission? Yeah. It's not fun to ride a horse between each mission.
1: Yeah. That's
0: so, <laughs> this seems to be the most divisive
1: part about this game. You either really, really love this pace, and you get into it, and you start almost like role-playing the life of a cowboy, mm-hmm. and you like let it wash over you, or that bite, like that eats at you, and you
0: can't play this game. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that. Yeah, it seems like you're one of two people. I I may be in the second camp. I I might just watch him play this and then give my hand at it like at a Uh, later date. But for now, online. But for now, chanting at the bit like a horse, like a horse reference, horse reference to 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 play this game. Yeah. Oh well. But but it's fun. It's fun to watch. It's definitely fun to watch.
1: This would be a good like. I'm gonna just sit down and watch somebody play this game. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, if you want to sit down and watch us, maybe play this game or talk about more stuff. Where could they do that? Uh, you saying that means, yes, that's it for
1: video games. Oh, yeah, games. we're, yeah, we're plundering right here.
0: The Media Boat Podcast. A little short one this week. Yep. Uh, a little under short. an hour. Not bad. We're going to try to make them all an hour this, this season. That, that's our resolution for 2018. That's our resolution for 2019. So I said 2018 there. Let's
1: wrap it up. This was the Media Boat Podcast. If you like what you saw, we are back every Wednesday night around 6 p.m. You can catch us uh, live on YouTube. So go to youtube.com and search MediaBow Podcast, and you'll find our channel. Subscribe, and you'll get notifications when we go live. Sometimes we'll go earlier than 6, like we did today. Um, you can also find the audio version of our podcast. You can find that on places like Apple Podcasts or equivalent podcast services that use the Apple Podcast RSS feed. Just search MediaBow Podcast in those machines, and you'll find us. You can also find us on all sorts of social media channels. We're on uh, Twitter, at media Book Cast. Uh We are on Facebook. Just search media Book Podcast, and you'll find our page. We're on Twitch.tv when we stream video games. Twitch.tv slash MediaVote. We'll be streaming some uh, Kingdom Hearts by the end of the year, so yep. look forward to that. By end the end of the year, month. Sorry, end of the month. End of the month. <laughs> definitely. Those are both true. Definitely. Both true. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, we'll be... Uh, or on Patreon.com slash MediaBoat if you want to help us out with money going into the new year. We have a lot of things that we'd like to do with the podcast but we just can't practically do it without your help. So go on Media Boat Podcast on Patreon.com and donate as little as a dollar a month. That little amount can help us uh, make stuff for you, stuff that you don't even know about yet. So that's exciting, and we'll love, we'd love your help uh did i miss anything uh nope i think we're good i think we're good so that'll do it for this week's episode we'll be back next week for another episode of the 2019 season four of the media
0: boat podcast yep uh all hour long from here on out hopefully fingers crossed i fingers crossed here all right we'll see you next week all right thank you all for listening tune in next week bye okay bye okay bye